Válgame Dios, ladies and gentlemen, um, all types of folks, wow, man, this effing episode, they talk about, you know, playing and, you know, respecting the fans, I, god damn, <laughs> so good, um, welcome folks to Bottles and Bricks, a Last of Us podcast. I'm your host, Ronan Unchained, and um, we are going to delve deep, deep into spoiler stuff, uh, references, Easter eggs that we caught, but I have my buddies here with me from Team GBS. Folks, get on out here. Ty, Sam. Hey, hey bienvenidos. Como we estamos? are not worthy. No, no, we, we, are not not worthy. we are not worthy. <laughs> Neil, they are not worthy. Neil, come on. With this me. is your last chance. Spoilers, okay? Three, last two, one. To get that. <laughs> Jeffrey Pierce, Tommy himself, shows up. The episode ends with Sam and Henry holding guns at Joe and Ellie. Joe is teaching Ellie how to hold a gun. Yep. Hank Williams. Yep. Uh, yeah, guys, you guys go. I'm, I'm gonna blow up. You yeah. guys, what do you guys like about this episode? Go, go, go. Yeah, uh, go on with it, Sam. Go on with it. No, 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 no. I mean, the thing is, there was a scene that happened, and I knew it was building up to it. I was like, oh man, like this is about to be a raid situation, they about to get ambushed. I was like, I know what's happening. All of a sudden, brick falls. I was like, okay, this is a little bit different. Then all of a sudden, he kind of verts, hits into the building, and like he kind of immediately kind of tells her, move, 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 get into the crawl space. Don't come out. We're going to get out of this. He means it. And I was like, I'm sitting there watching my man Joel be a whole pound. But he did. He missed somebody. I literally was, I was like, did, wasn't it three of these jokes? You <laughs> called it, dude. Yeah, you called it. You, I totally forgot about the first dude. You called it, man. So all of a sudden, he gets butted in the head. He's pent down. And Ellie kind of comes out and she points, she shoots. And it was something about that scene that threw me off because I was sitting there thinking the guy was going to like, you know, cross them, pick up the shotgun. He had a shotgun right in front of him. Like Mm -hmm. Joe was still incapacitated. Mm -hmm. He literally was begging for his life. He was like, here's the knife. I'll do whatever. I can't even move my legs. I think I'm paralyzed. I think she shot him point blank range in the in his spine, most likely. He probably couldn't actually move. Yeah. And it was the look that Ellie gave because she was so conflicted. And hearing this man beg for his life, it's different playing a game versus real life. Like, in a real-life scenario, when you when, when a person's done, they done. And it's kind of like, did Joe have to do it? No, but he did. And it was like, it was a weight to that because I was like, I felt bad for this boy. He was like, my mom's right down the street. I promise you, I'm not going to do anything. And it was something about that scene that it was just emotional. And in a normal situation, like if it's a movie or a show, like sometimes you write that off wrong and it just doesn't matter. It's kind of like, okay, that's a big moment for Joe. That's a big moment for Ellie to see it. But it's different for me actually to feel something for a character. I don't know his man's name. You know what I'm saying? He was just pinning Joel down. That's that's amazing directing. And I think that's the thing about this episode. It's not just well-written. This is well-directed. You had multiple brand-new characters and references of characters that lay foundations for the game and surprises all throughout and in mm-hmm. an action setting while mm-hmm. also spreading sprinkles 
of comedy and levity. Like the jokes oh, yeah. that Ellie was trying to give. Like it's everything about this episode threw me off and also gave me everything that I wanted. I mean, down to them being out in the woods. Like it's yeah. So yeah. Go ahead, Ty. Go ahead. <laughs> so first off, his name was Brian. <laughs> we gonna do we gonna definitely do a fight club on him. His name was Brian. <laughs> name. <laughs> but uh totally agree with you, man. My what I absolutely loved about this episode is it it makes up for what we for the time we missed with them in episode three. Right. Like we're getting all of them, but within oh, yeah. this episode we are getting combinations of scenes that are usually multiple game hours separate from each other combined into one. And you have to appreciate that because they're trying to give you the most that they can give you within a shorter, shorter amount of time. Cause even with the, 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 the amount of episodes that we're getting in the season, it's basically a fraction of the time you spend in the actual game. So where they could stretch things out and flesh it out and make you truly invest by the gameplay, you know, you, you don't really get to have the opportunity to have that here yet. They're doing it by giving scenes that you're usually doing as gameplay in the game, which was also pretty freaking epic, man. Right. And, you know, the fact that they're combining, they're combining where um Ellie in the game shoots a guy in the head who's trying to drown Joel with this scene and in, and instead of the 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 crazy sarcasm and everything that Joel where you have to literally continue the game to kind of break down his 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 um his arm break down the walls he's put up because of that cuz even in the game she's like you know uh what you got for me, Joel, a thank you for saving my life. Like you're, you know, in the right. case, he's berating her for it. But yeah. in this, he's basically saying in his mind, it's like, you're a little girl. Right. Oh, you are 14. Yeah. You should not have to have these experiences. You should not have to do that. You know, I'm grateful, but that's not something you should have had to do. But what Joel is, is, is realizing is this is a post-apocalyptic world. Right. No one is doing what they should be doing in particular ages in a post-apocalyptic world. Right. And, Even Ellie said that. And Ellie said that. Like, it's not the first person she's killed. It's not the first person she's probably shot. Like, right. there's things that she's had to do. And and even in the game when there's certain things Joel doesn't want her to see. And she's like, I've seen worse. Yeah. Probably yeah. has seen worse. And right. he's realizing that this world is causing her to not be 14, but be 24, 34, yep. 44. Yeah. You know, in a 14. Feeling her youth. Right. Yep. So basically she's got to give up her youth. So instead of the berating and everything, you know, and I think a lot of that also plays to those bad jokes because she's basically trying to chink away at his armor. She's yeah. trying to yeah. get in there. She's trying to bond because she understands all she has now is Joel. Yep. Joel is her is her lifeline between life and death. Yeah. She's out and here I, yeah. in a world she's never been in. 
She hasn't been outside the court, the QZ. She's now out in the world and she's learning everything as she goes. And the only person she can really rely on is Joel. So she's chinking away in that armor. And I think even though Joel has been trying to fight it and basically consider her cargo, it's within these moments that led up to, okay, instead of me getting on her for it, let me show her how to properly do it because right. I'm understanding right now it's just me and her. We all we got. Yeah. Yeah. Tess is gone. Bill and Frank are gone. You know, he's trying to get to his brother, but his brother ain't there right now, technically, because Jeffrey Pierce showed up. Shout out to Jeffrey Pierce. Ain't doing this role right now. But it's the little things again that make it so great. And the fact that we're dropping the emotional stuff in here too, not just between Joel and Ellie, but, and I know we're going to get into Kathleen in a little bit, but someone who basically brought someone into the world, you know, turns around. Oh, this is spoiler review. My bad. Kathleen is a new character for the show. Kathleen is torturing a guy because she's trying to find this guy, Henry, and for those that know the game, they know who Sam and Henry are. Oh, but yeah. she's threatening a doctor who delivered her as a child right. into the world. And he looks insane. at her like, I delivered you. I'm basically the first pair of hands to hold you in the world. And you're going to shoot me? And at the end of the whole thing, she she pulls the trigger on that cat. And it just yeah. shows you the kind of world they're living in and it's so freaking epic and i will we'll get to kathleen in a bit we'll get to sam and henry in a bit but this episode is this episode is literally like a combination of of episode one two and three in terms of what they're trying to deliver and it's like here's your mixing bowl and here's the cake we got for you halfway through let's indulge and enjoy Definitely exactly. 10 out of 10. And I feel like that it's weird that throughout the whole few episodes, Ellie was like, give me a gun. Give me a gun. Come on, dude. Give me a gun. Now that she has a gun, it's a whole different ball game. It was like, are you willing to pull the trigger? And I love that about that. I, I, it, it's it's similar yet different to what is happening in the game. Um, and just it's, it's a very Spider-Man-esque where, where he uses his comedic relief to relieve of any frustration, concern, or word he has. She's using it to, to connect with Joe. And I, because I told I told everybody, you know, in case you don't know, I told the fellas that, like, I'm liking the connection, the vibes. It just, I'm readjusting the, the my uh, perception of how Joe goes about because I expect him to be ruthless and angry and be like, don't even talk to me. Just we're on a road. Let's keep it that way. And Slowly here and there, he's laughing, he's smiling, he's connecting there. He's 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 um uh, throwing jabs back at her as she's throwing jabs at him. And it's sort of the way I would compare it is that Joe in the video game is more Wolverine, and Joe in the show is more Batman-like. And you're waiting to see that trigger point where he's gonna flip out, and that's that's gonna be an exciting format for me. And um, I mean, I think Sam said it before it started, we're like we still we're seeing this early so we're still we're ex- assuming that they're still working on stuff 
HD graphics and whatnot, but it looks basically done. You know, I can't yeah. tell where the or the enhancement of maybe lighting wise. And- yeah, like color grading here or there, some lighting, but it's it's all practical. Like yeah. even the VFX yep. that they use looks great. There's yeah. a moment where we can only assume what's coming out that crater is gonna be their worst nightmare. You know, at least for the first season, anyway. Bloaters. Oh man. yes, I, yes. That, that the, crater. The preview we got. And it, it, it sort of it, it hints at like, all right, this because they've been showing us how the biology, the ecosystem works of the clickers, and now we're seeing something that hasn't been revealed yet that they teased only only a frame or so in, in the one of the trailers, and how people are dismissive about it because they're concerned about these as in the games they were called tourists. They just shot up a couple of their folks, and um, that's where I feel like people who who love it and remember the gameplay is gonna get that feeling when they encounter uh, not just people who are trying to hunt them down, but also these beings that have taken over the world in general. Um, So my question is this now, because Kathleen is the one who's in charge of this section, and we have the great Jeffy Pierce return as uh, probably her second in command. They're looking for Sam and Henry, and we meet them differently than we did in the game where they're now up on Joe and Ellie. They got, you know, heads on them. What, how is the next episode going to open? What's the first thing to come out of their months? How do you think the, 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 because eventually they have to work together and I don't know how that's going to play out. How do you guys feel about how it started, it progressed and how it ended? I mean, I think that them using Kathleen to even introduce Henry's name, I thought was dope. And even the way they kind of like progressed it. But when it comes to Henry and Sam, I think I think it's going to flow the same exact way as the game, realistically. But I feel like they're going to find a common ground area with Ellie that I don't think the games are going to touch on. There's always something about the interesting interactions with Sam and Henry in connection to Ellie. Um, and also even with Joel with them. I, 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 that's just more of a prediction, but I feel like they're going to find their own way of flushing it out. I think it's going to all start the same exact way. Um, but the, the thing about this show that I find very weird and, and exciting is kind of like you said it. The way that Joe is interacting with Ellie to me is a natural progression just period you're with the person for an extended amount of time any kid either one or two things going to happen you're going to tell the kid to shut up or eventually they're going to catch you off guard and you're going to cut up Mm -hmm. I'm a dad Mm -hmm. plenty of times my son does some things that he really shouldn't do but once in the blue moon he does something like it catches me off guard and I'm smirking to the side like that's any dad. Any dad knows that that moment's like, oh man, I can't let him see me laughing at him because then he's gonna keep doing it again. But that still doesn't stop you from having that immediate emotional reaction. And Joe, at his core, even though he is broken, he is damaged, um, he is hurt, he is hardcore. He still is a dad, and he's trying to navigate what that means right now because he, yeah, he's he's trying to keep her safe because she's technically cargo, but really. In all actuality, he could just dump her off on the side of the road, and he got a he he, he could have took that car and dip. Yeah. Like he he's did that. He's he's saying he's did that for Tess, and I still think he does. 
but he also feels like he has a responsibility to make sure protect her and make sure she can protect herself. Because, yeah. like you said, Ronan, like they're watching out for each other. And now you have two young people put into that mix. How does he navigate that? Because anytime like you're you're a parent and you got other kids, you don't know what those other kids are gonna do. And you're in a post-apocalyptic world, you don't know what these kids had to do to survive. His immediate reaction would probably be like, no, nah, they can't trust them. But and the fact that they're brothers, and I'm like, he's on his way looking for his brother, right. and it's just like right. Right. Perfect storm of like how his feels are gonna be in the next hour or so in the next episode, where it's like, all right. Do we fully trust him? Where do we go from here? And what happens when we can't control stuff? That's all I'm going to leave it like that. Yeah, and also I think I like the way that Catherine doesn't know that Joel and Ellie were the ones that did it. She's assuming that Henry and Sam were the ones that executed them. So really, they kind of need each other anyway, just the way they kind of set it up. So it's yeah. cool. Yeah, I, I, liked, I liked how they put this episode together. Um, I definitely like Kathleen, even if Kathleen's purpose is to add more depth to the story back to Henry and Stan. And even if that's the case, she still got vested interest because um, Henry, you know, snitched out her brother, which called, probably caused her brother to be killed. And the simple fact that she doesn't know about Joel and Ellie, but she's automatically put it in her mind that this is Henry and Sam because she is so focused on vengeance. It's almost like uh, a young blonde, uh, well, not young, but a tall blonde haired lady that, you know, uh, that we saw in part two of uh, she, you know, very focused on on vengeance. And uh, I'm I love the introduction of her. I love how they introduce Henry and Sam. I'm looking forward to see how they're going to play out Henry and Sam's story, because right. we know about how Henry and Sam play out in the game. And I don't even want to mention it in the spoiler review because I it, it's just if you've played the game, you know. Yeah. If yeah. you don't play, if you literally if you have not, because of how they handle this episode, if you have not played the game, I don't even want to spoil that for you in this spoiler review. So yeah. I'm I definitely like how they did um the storyline. And actually, here's the funny thing. I think I may have found the one problem I have with The Last of Us in this episode. And it's not really the episode. It's the simple fact that we got the preview of what could possibly be the bloater. And my only issue is I wish they hadn't shown the bloater in the trailer. Oh, and, and all advertising it? They're like, all right. Yes. Imagine or at least I wish out. I had never seen the trailer at this point because that moment where uh, Perry, Jeffrey Pierce, is showing Kathleen, you know, that, that closed off area and the ground starts to shake, that would have been so... Because even if you've never played the games and you've seen the trailer you're probably going to automatically think just based on how they portrayed it in the trailer, it's probably that, yeah. you know? And I, I, this may be the one problem I have, which isn't with the series itself, with the season itself. It's just the fact that they- it's about advertising. Yeah, they, I think they gave, I think that right there was just a little too much to give because 
now when that bloater shows up, you know, if you hadn't seen that in the trailer and it's your first time seeing the bloater at all, it would be so much more of an impact, so much more of an impact. And we're not saying that that has to do with the bloater. I mean, we're just kind of kind of drawing the lines, trying to connect the dots to see where it is. But if it is the bloater, it's kind of decreased the, the impact a bit. I'm still going to be boosted to see it. But having if I had not seen the trailer and saw that little event that happened in this episode and then later on, it's the bloater that's the cause of that, that would be so hard hitting. And I have to admit, from you talking about the trailer, I'm pretty sure we're almost through whatever footage they've shown us. I mean, I, I'm liking yeah. the different turns. I'm seeing, like, for example, I think it was Sam or you that spotted it, like, in the freeway when they're on the road with the truck, they don't stop. They, they keep going until they get ambushed. They don't take yeah. a break to go to the camping. And listen, they HBO opened up their, their checkbook. They opened up their checkbook and was like, okay, you want to take over a whole neighborhood, a whole block or two about making this look that way? Go for it. Why not? And I'm appreciating sometimes even the lighting because I, I know a point once Joe and Ellie got into a room, Sam, I think it was Sam who, who spied him, was like, is that a, a, a fungus, um, what's it called, vine popping up on the wall? And we couldn't really see it because of, you know, whether it be coloring one. So I like that even they shown us the bloater in the trailer that there's stuff hidden there that you have to really keep your eyes close uh, eyes wide open to catch it and bravo on the production team bravo on the pr production designer the set decorator everybody who who, who worked on on these past few episodes especially this one i i commend them for that because small details like that enrich the experience of watching something even though you know how it's played out mm -hmm. and i'm quoting craig there's still surprises for us who play the games. Yeah, that's like, I was that's surprised. What, that's what I was gonna yeah. get into. So the way that I took the crater and even just the bloater, I, I feel like what's gonna end up being fascinating is that this season, of course, it'll be like the big unknown being the bloater, but we still got stalkers. <laughs> we still got like so many like the shamblers. Yeah, like they're there's things that people don't even know it's coming because honestly the stalkers freak me out yeah and mm -hmm. you know who knows when they're gonna play into any of this because it could be a situation like i think i thought that was a really good easter egg like joe was like yeah there's no infected out here in the woods you know what I'm saying? Like, we know. <laughs> right, we know. We know what that means. Yeah. We know. But for everybody else, they're just assuming, oh, okay, it, we're safe. Meaning they're leaving like a small little breadcrumb, people, making people perceive that everything's safe out in the woods. But it's not. No, <laughs> and that's no. just including the other people that are also out in the woods. So I just look at it like, okay, this is one small little thing. Hold my beer. We got a lot more coming. So mm -hmm. that's that's kind of the way I looked at it. It's just a small little egg. Would have been nice if we not seen it. But I think that when I saw it in the trailers and how good it looked, I was sized. Yeah, I was sized, and I think that's the thing that I get it. I and Marvel does it all the time. And I hate when Marvel does it. I think this was just enough to be like, oh, okay, we got that coming, but we don't know. We don't know where this is ending. Right, right. We have no clue 
when and how this is because they're they're hitting some heavy groundwork on this. And we're Every four episodes episode. in. Yeah. Like they're they're yeah, we're four swinging. episodes in for real. They're swinging, bro. We could Look. presume where it's gonna end, but uh, that's that's uh you know, not gonna say a detriment, but that's sort of like all right, where else are you gonna expand on? Like we talked about the previous episode. That was Bill's episode that expanded on, on something they hinted at. What else are they going to expand on? I, right. I wouldn't be shocked if if we just hang out with Sam and Henry in the next episode. And then the following one is when, you know, exactly, those other two new characters we finally meet up with. Them. And then that's all I'm going to say about that. I got a prediction about them, too. Not Go for it. Say it. I'm not going to say it here. I'm going to wait. I'm going to wait. I'm going keep, to keep my – I'm going to tell y'all off camera. Okay. Because I- – I'll, I I I'd like to say this though for sure, if this series, if this season, doesn't end the way I think it's going to end, like if it doesn't end the way the game is, or we're not there by the time we haven't dealt with that by the time the game ends, I'm by the time the the season ends, I'm going to have serious issues with this episode. Because that tells me if you're stretching mm. out this storyline to lo- to more than one season, there was no reason for the expedition the ex the expeditious bonding between Joel and Ellie that happened in this episode. Yeah, but like it's, like if but you if you're yeah. not if you're not stretching it out if you're not doing it like in two or three seasons if it's gonna be here, you know, and it's spoiler discussion. So if you're not going to wrap this up in one season and basically start part two in a new season, because let's be real, I'm just going to claim it in, in the name of the good Lord that they're going to have a second season approved. But, let, but let's just call it what it is. If you're not going to wrap up the first game in this season, there's really no reason for what happened with Joel and Ellie. It's nice and all for the, ser- for the season, but if you know you're going to do this in like, 10 20 episodes across two seasons you could have stretched that bo- that that you could have had him you know keep those walls and guard up a little bit more longer. when it comes to Ellie could have had it a little longer i'll say that and i understand the whole thing about the the bloater and showing it for the advertising you're trying to get people you know interested and involved especially those that have never you right. know played the game exactly. and all that i, I get that but the statement I made is more so to the gamers, the gamers that know this series. It kind of adds insult to injury with it because it's kind of like you gave me a spoiler, technically, you know, and now I'm watching the series. It's like if you're setting this up to be a mystery, why do that? And this is something I really don't like in trailers where they give you a little bit too much. But then the the the, the actual show you're watching hints at something you've already seen in the trailer you know at least in in my opinion but yeah i will I, i let me just wrap with this this show is definitely the successor for me for game of thrones level experience minus season eight so i will simply say to the directors the writers Huh. Don't don't abandon this thing to go for something potential, you know, that that doesn't happen. Don't give up <laughs> on what you got right here to go focus on something else and leave this thing as trash 
and then you don't even get that stuff. Don't, 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 don't pull, don't pull that. Don't do that. Focus this thing out all the way to the end, no matter how long it goes. And I honestly hope this thing goes for, for eight, nine, 10 seasons or more, whatever, but just don't abandon this because you got a potential for something else and then leave this to be crap. This is not something we can afford to have go down that lane. This is one of the best, if not the best justifiable reasons for us to have video games right now. This is really truly justifying where video, the purpose, the true purpose of where video games go and the, and their benefit to you know our 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 human experience basically that's Great why I, I, I agree with you but that's where 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 you when you bring up the numbers like 10 seasons i'm like no 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 that's that's you know i won't say the name but another show did that already and you know there's that you could do it that way and there's another way you can do it more tighter and yeah. still do subtlety and that's something that at least I hope for Fred. Well, here's the thing. Like I said, I said I hope it does. But here, but here's the thing. We also understand that when you do stretch these things out, if you're not really putting in the same work and effort to it, you can literally dilute and degrade the value of a show by stretching it out. We I understand okay. that. So if if this if the series is only two seasons that cover part one and part two, you know, or three seasons that cover part one and part two, and it's no more than that, I'm good. As long as we get the good, what we're getting right now, if they get, if they do this all the way out to the yeah. end of the series, if the series, it, look, we're going to give you two seasons of an epic thing, you know, say, you know, buy the, buy the disc, the Blu-rays, the 4K UHD, save it to your archive. Like, I'm going to definitely buy this season when it's done in in 4K UHD, Blu-ray, digital code, and save it to my disc archive because this is one of those things you don't just want to leave to just digital, you know, that someone else basically owns. You're just paying for access to it. I want to be able to have my own copy of it. It's that good. So if they do that for this series in two, three seasons, I'm good. But basically what I'm saying is, I hope this goes out as long as it needs to, to give us the full breath of a good experience like it is right now. Absolutely. That's what I'm hoping. I say yeah, I, nine, 10 seasons because I'm hoping it lasts a while because it's so good. But if it doesn't do it in that, I don't care. I don't want 10 seasons in the last three, four seasons are trash. I want, if, if it's two seasons, I want it to be epic. If it's three, four seasons, I want it to be epic. If it's just this season alone, I want it to be epic. And that's what I think it's doing. So I hope yeah. we just, I just hope this is a series that from beginning to end, 100% perfect. Okay. You yeah. know, four, Sam? 10 out of 10 across the board kind of goals. Sam, your I'm final doing. thoughts? Yeah, I mean, I agree with... Um... I agree with Ty when it comes to seasons. I mean, the biggest thing about this is that the ser the the story isn't even completely done. Like, I'm pretty sure The Last of Us Three is coming. We haven't talked about oh, yeah. it, but the fact is, is that the story is incomplete. Meaning that they're going to try to find whether it's completed in another game, whether it's completed in a 
uh, a graphic novel. I don't know, but there is a lot of room to continue the story. And I think it's so fascinating that Neil is so connected to this and most likely still working on where the story is going to go. So there is room for six seasons. It's just, it needs to be theirs. It doesn't need to just be for commercial. It doesn't just need to be because HBO needs a show still on their flagship. Like this, this show is held with so much care because of their understanding of human emotion, character. And um, the thing I was going to bring up about Joel is the fact is that yes, right now he's having a normal human reaction. Um, and yes, it's not like the games. I personally don't care because what my thinking is much like a parent there's going to be a point where he's going to get mad yeah and it's not mad because he's mad at her it's mad because he let his guard down and he's taking it out on her i think that she said it it was like what the third episode when tess died she don't blame it on me don't blame it on me that's gonna happen because the reality is that he doesn't have anybody else he's letting his guard down slowly in these moments like right now when she makes him mad or she does something that a kid would do or she does something selfish, he's going to get fearful. He's going to get pissed out and he's going to lash out. I mean, take hop in season three for 11. He did the same as I think. I think it's going to happen here. And then that's when y'all are going to see his brooding. Y'all going to see him you yeah. know, getting more distance. And I think that is a more natural progression. It's always when a person gets underneath your skin, that's when you have the most emotional reaction. And the truth of the matter is, he still hasn't even grieved over Tess. He really hasn't even grieved he over really Sarah. Hasn't. No. So it's like you said it, Nona, and I think like Batman, he took all that pain and welded it up. And he has moments where like he's a good sharpshooter. He's good at, you know, but he still hasn't dealt with that trauma. <laughs> and what does that look like? I think that's the fascinating side of Joel that even the game didn't allow for us to see because it was like an even progression. Like, okay, he's already been completely distant and cold. And then he just naturally just kind of lets out. But this, this is going to be a buildup. And I think that is where this show is going to be very different than the games, but it could really excel when you have such an amazing caliber of actors that they have in Bella and uh, Pedro. So I, I am beyond excited and beyond ecstatic for this. Uh, another 10 out of 10. I cannot believe how good this show is. That's the thing, dude. We, we've, we've been talking back and forth about this show, but can Mark. you guys really believe that it's as good as we'd hoped? Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, I, 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 I can clap all day, but I really, truly can't believe that it's actually this good. You know I, can, I can believe it because, and here's the reason why I believe it. Neil Druckmann. (laughs) Naughty Dog. I mean, they did an epic game, and it was a game. Can you even just call The Last of Us a game? We we call it a game because you have to play it on a console or system. But it's it's an experience. And when you tell me that the key people of the series, of the game uh, series, the video game series, are directly involved, even to the point that they're directing episodes, I can believe it. Because 
the only way I would expect this to not be as good is if HBO didn't come with a budget worthy to for them to do the things that we're seeing here. Yeah. That's the only way we can see this thing mess up. You know, it's it's give me a good Superman, a good Batman, a good Justice League, but give me a bad storyline, a bad environment, bad directing and all that stuff. That's that's what did not happen here. Right. right. You have the key people that are responsible for the video game experience directly involved in taking their story that they created. Their their experience and transitioning it to live action and not only that the key people that are responsible for the game being as epic as it is the directors the the game developer and the voice actors and put them in the series itself you know how could it not be you know good you know, they basically did, it's it's like they did, HBO has done what they did with season eight of Game of Thrones, except the people that are receiving what HBO is given is actually doing something with it. Right. And making it, and, and taking it grand scale and leaving nothing on the table. In fact, not only are they not leaving anything on the table, they're giving you what they couldn't give you um, you might as well call you might as well call this series The Last of Us the cutting room floor because right. they're giving you everything that was left on the cutting room floor of the game. Oh yeah, that I mean, fellas, folks, if you're watching this, I don't know how else I can wrap it up and say everything they've said is preaching to the to the to the heavens. Um, that's it for Boston Bricks for episode four of The Last of Us. Um, yeah, for me, the spirit is there. The spirit of the game is there. Um, folks, guys, thanks so much for joining me. Um, you're probably still emotional about it, so uh, uh, I know Ty. You, you, I know, I, I know not to bother about it, but um, folks, we are reacting to it. We're doing you, giving you two versions of review. We're doing non-spoiler and spoiler. The non-spoiler will be in Sam's channel on Team JVS. You can check that out. And once you've seen it, and hopefully people who 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 have seen it or, or, or haven't seen it are playing it smart and not just going into spoilers. I implore you, experience this show and then join the conversation, join the discourse, and hear our thoughts about it. Um, yeah, what a what an episode, fellas! What an episode! Yeah, um, folks, totally agreement. Thank you so much. And as always, to the edge of the universe and back. Endure and survive.